everyone, this is Ryan with the California Conventions Blog along with Nate. We are happy to be in the room with the, <laughs> with uh, Ms. Christian Cabanos. How are you this afternoon? Good, how are you guys? We're doing great. Um, it's only day two of uh, SakuraCon. Like I said, it's our <laughs> first time here when, I, when we talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's also your first time here. Also, it is also my first time here. So how are you like? Or you just said that question out already. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I'm having a great time. Mm -hmm. Eating food. I went to the marketplace yesterday. Is that the Pike's place right over mm -hmm. there? We were just there this afternoon. I bought myself flowers. It's great. I know, it was like, <laughs> oh, beautiful. I feel the flowers, but yes. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, Nate, go ahead and start off. Okay, yeah, I'll go ahead and start off. Um, well, first off, I always... There we go. So as our... So let's just say here, um, I always say this to every voice actor out there, um, you was like you are new to the scene of voice acting. I think you started like around 2000s, 2008 or something around there. Uh, around Squid there. Girl? I mean, it's yeah. been like six years, seven years. Yeah, you started with Squid Girl and like started going on to Asuna, to Asusa from k -On, Actually, she was first. Oh, she was first? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. And then Madoka Magica after that. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask, how did it all begin for you? How did voice acting start to be a thing for you? Um, like all the way back from when I was a kid, or like how, oh, far, really? back do, oh, so how like, far back do you want to go? Uh, when you thought of it as a serious career? Well, I I understood it was a career when I was a kid, and I um, I watched Rugrats, and I, then I realized I stayed after the credits and looked, and I was like, oh, people are the voices of these characters. Uh -huh. So I started researching them and looking them up, and uh, I was a fan of anime back then, and I looked up to a lot of the people that I work with now, which is really cool, mm -hmm. and. Yeah, I was supposed to be in uh, the medical field, but I decided that it wasn't really for me. Oh. And yeah, so I did this instead. Sorry, Mom. Um, but yeah, no, she, she's really happy about what I'm doing That's now. Good. But yeah, I just, I got my foot in the door. I, I worked places, I took classes, and I um, requested to audition for Azusa. And mm -hmm. then I got it. That was my first in-studio audition ever. And then after that, it just kind of snowballed into yeah. what it is now. Yeah, a lot, they had a lot of things happening in your um, voice acting career, especially Asusa from non, oh, Asusa from K on. I'm just mm -hmm. gonna put that. Um, do you like miss being the voice for her? I do. I really wish that they would make the whole like everyone keeps telling me about the arc of them going to college and then Asusa mm -hmm. becoming the president of the the like music club. Yeah. And I really would love if they made another season. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, I also did notice that you're also besides animes, you also are a part of video games as well. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of have a little bit of a comparison between both of them. Um, what do you think is much more preferable for your sake? Do you like to huh. voice in animes or do you like to voice in video games? I think they're just like two different beasts, you know what I mean? Like, mm. I feel like with anime it's really nice because we get to see our characters and what they look like and we have like the visual cues and it's nice to see, like, it almost feels like once you're laying in the voice it feels like complete. Mm -hmm. But when we're doing video games, sometimes we don't get to see the characters, uh -huh. and sometimes we don't know. Uh, we, it's like an Excel spreadsheet that just has the lines, and we kind of just go down uh -huh. the line. So it goes a lot quicker, and we can get a lot more done when we're doing video games. Mm -hmm. And like anime takes a lot more time because we have to fit lip flaps. Yeah. So there's a little less freedom to like, you know, like you can't say that thing because it's not going to fit in the flaps. Mm -hmm. yeah. So they both have their pros and their cons. I don't think I like one than the other. Oh, okay, so you like both. Yeah, I like, like both. yeah. <laughs> Long story short, I like them both. Okay. Yeah. We'd like to congratulate you guys on uh, a well-done dub for the uh, upcoming uh, Sword Online uh, Ordinal Scale. Oh, thank you. Um, I have to ask, regarding Silica, do you think between uh, the very first season and up to the movie, do you think she's matured as a character? 
overall? I think so. I mean, obviously they've physically gotten a little older. And yeah, I think she has a little more spunk to her. They gave her a little bit of sass here and there. And I think she's turning really out to be a really well-rounded, cute character. And I'm glad I got to, I even got to sing a little bit. So that was really fun. Also, that was another question I was going to bring up. Do you feel like you had a bit of an idle moment when you were singing for Ornal Scale? Yeah, it was really exciting. And they told me to even, like, when I was in the booth, I sang, I learned the song and I sang it. And they told me to, like, just let loose even more and, like, just let my voice crack and do whatever, you know, came out naturally. So I had a really good time singing in the booth. Uh, last question for Sword Art. Um, were you a little disappointed when the video games came out, when Bennett released the video games and they noticed that it was only a Japanese-only uh, but the audio, did you, were you just pointing out that there was an dub option for you? I mean, of course we would have loved to do a dub, but I, I completely understand why they didn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go ahead, Nick. Okay. Um, oh god, I gotta I put this question up, it's kind of embarrassing. Wait, um, wait, 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 wait. One of the things like, okay, so, you're a kill a kill, uh -huh. and I have a lot of friends who actually say that Ryuko's best girl. Ryuko's best, best girl? best girl. Sasuke's best girl. But, can you say to the camera, Mako's best girl? Mako's best girl. What up? You know it. Everybody does. Just, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell it to them right now. But anyways, um, how do you feel to voice a silly girl like her, actually? Oh, that was the best. I feel like that was like my true self coming out, and I just got to like turn it up to 11, and nothing I did was too much or too crazy, and I got to be as like wild as I wanted to be. So it felt really cathartic. Mm -hmm. To be Mako. She's like, a, she's like really fun. I like her too. So oh no, like really it's the best. <laughs> I want to. I know. I want another season of Kill a Kill just so I can be, be Mako, Mako again. again. Yeah. I, I would love to do it. I love to hear it again. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> um, Madoka, Azusa, um, Squid Girl. They're like your notable characters from the ser from the series itself. So. Mm -hmm. um, how do you feel when you first heard you were going to voice these characters? And that was really then portrayed them in the studio. I mean, when I, I remember when I first got Azusa, like, I couldn't stop shaking. I was so excited. Well, obviously, because it was, like, the first character I ever booked, and I was, like, on cloud nine. And it took, I think it took me a while recording it to, like, calm myself down. Because <laughs> it was, yeah, it was kind of, it was nerve-wracking, because I was a fan of the show before I uh, was cast in it. So I was like, don't mess, don't mess this up, and, like, this is your chance. And, I mean, I'm happy with how it came out, and I'm glad people still like watch Kayon and talk to me about it and same thing with like with Madoka that was a whole different thing too because that was the first time I'd done a, a drama yeah so I learned I think that was the biggest learning experience I had um, was during Madoka because we we kept we tried to keep things like subtle and true to the Japanese and act you know like every intention we wanted to make sure was perfect so that when it came over to the U.S., it was as close as possible to the experience that the Japanese uh, original yeah. gave. Yeah, and of course, Madoka Magic is a very popular series in yeah. Japan. I had no idea. I I did not know the impact it would have when I uh, first booked it, but I'm really happy to be a part of that one. Sure. And same with Squid Girl. Squid Girl. I mean, that one. She's kind of like that was like a my, Mako before <laughs> Mako. She's yeah. like not as turned up but it's pretty close mm. and that was a really fun thing to do and I I know I have a lot of people who ask me like oh like, are we gonna are you gonna do the next seasons and I really hope one day that that, that can happen but you hope so yeah <laughs> we all hope so that was a good show to watch mm -hmm. um, I miss it. um and then I want to talk to you about um the new your new role that you have um oh, I've recently okay. noticed that um 
you have a new role voicing a classic anime, Sailor Moon. Oh, yeah. And you're doing Sailor Saturn. Mm -hmm. um, how does it feel to play a character of such a legendary franchise like her uh, compared to your other roles? That is, it's, that was kind of, that was also like I was jumping up and down. I called my friends like when I found out that I got it. I called Christina V actually, she, who plays Sailor Mars. Uh -huh. And yeah, for, unfortunately, I didn't watch, like when I was a kid, I didn't watch the whole. Um, like uh, the, the all the whole series, the yeah. classic series, so I'm not as familiar with it as some of the other girls. But I was still really, really excited to be a part of it, and I knew that it was it means so much to so many people. And it it's, it's like this for a lot of people, it's like the start of when they loved anime. So there there was a pressure to you know do it justice, but at the same time we couldn't let that affect us while we're in the booth, and we just tried our best to make this our own and to bring myself and my own spin onto the character and I just hope everybody liked it. Um, going on uh, from some of, these, some of your newer roles, for example, uh, Almeria from Iron Blood Orphan. Oh yeah. Um, are you currently up to date with the second season or at least have you been in the booth for the second season? Um, I don't know if uh, I can say. I'm not, I haven't got too far, so I don't know. But. Hmm. Uh, this kind, of more, this kind of question more would be more of like if you're like kind of familiar with what's going on. But I guess I'll move on to my next question for that. Given like the um, relationship between Almeria and Gillis, do you somewhat feel a resemblance for the two? A what? A resemblance, or at least uh, some kind of connection for the two. For the for the, Almeria and Gillis. Uh, oh, did the 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 relationship yes, together? I don't know. I did find like that part kind of weirded me out a little bit because she's a child <laughs> and he's a lot older. That's funny. That was my next question. Considering okay, that. yeah. Um, did you have any like uh, tr like trouble recording? Considering there was such a like or any problems with recordings because there was that big age gap. I mean, I, when you're doing that kind of stuff, I think we just have to put whatever feelings we have aside and just like step into the character. Mm -hmm. So I just did my best to be Elmiria. Um, given that Gian Urobuchi is currently here living, he's like creator of Metalka, do you feel like between the, the first series of Rebellion, uh, or at least just in the whole like the, the aspect of the magical girl kind of aspect of the genre, do you feel like, um, oh jeez, how, how, how do you phrase that? <laughs> given the genre the aspect, do you feel like it's kind of a big change or at least kind of a big pull in the rug? for the uh, magical kind of genre? Oh, in general? Like mm -hmm. the whole... I think so. I feel like there hadn't been a show that turned... like a magical girl show that turned on you that quick and that dark. And I feel like it set the tone for like a, like a lot of things after it started doing kind of similar, um, you know, twists and kind of things mm -hmm. like that. So I feel like it kind of turned the genre on its head and I'm grateful that it came out the way that it did. Because when I first got the role, I thought it was just a regular magical girl show. Mm -hmm. So I had no idea what it was going to be like. And then when I they gave me the shows to watch, I was so surprised. And it felt like it was, you know, like revolutionary for the genre. It felt special. Mm -hmm. I see. Um, what, what do you have anything more? Or? Why don't you, maybe you go ahead. Actually, yeah. Um, so I have another question, and uh, this is probably going to... You, you don't need to answer like everything about this one because it's pretty much talking about the future. Can you actually tell us any future voice acting roles that you have that you can share with us? 
any news or anything like that? Uh, Before, or, or else you'll get sued with someone. I know, that I cannot, <laughs> there are things coming and yeah, video games, anime, like a bunch of stuff, but mm -hmm. I cannot say what they are yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the only thing I can say is that we, we premiered Blue Exorcist and we're going to keep working on that. Yeah, and yeah, we, we did the first two episodes here, and the fan reaction was amazing, so... I imagine, I mean, this show was actually really great. <laughs> yeah, no, it was so funny, and I hadn't seen... The, it was like I was watching it for the first time with them, too, because I only saw the parts that I recorded, mm -hmm. and there was all this other stuff going on around me that I didn't get to see, so it was really fun to experience it with everyone. Okay. Nice, nice. Um, I don't want to have anything else to do. Um, I'll ask another Madoka question if you don't mind. Uh, given for, uh, her status from like just an ordinary girl in the beginning of Madoka Magica to turning to a literal god, how did you feel about that? I thought that was a really cool thing, and I love that she chose that for. I mean, she. I don't know if she. That's exactly the thing that she intended, but she chose it for herself, and she picked the thing in the end that she thought would benefit the most people. And I love that. That's how. Um, it ended, but actually, now I think about it, Rebellion kind of took that away from me too. So if you haven't watched it, it yeah, just go watch it. I can't explain it without spoiling it. Uh, two reader questions that we have from our readers. Uh, one was, if you have any suggestions for voice actors or like someone who's trying to get into voice acting, mm -hmm. how would you go about it? I think well, one is to live where the work is because it's really hard to like you know if you are not where the studios are and everything like being seen is a big thing and being available is a big thing so moving where if you're serious about it to move where the work is like texas new york la and like just learning as much as you can and like staying open to to new information all the time and i think it gets really hard and i think people don't talk about that that much because there's always going to be like lows and highs and in this industry in particular there's a lot of that so it's always going up and down and if you just you just have to hold on for the ride or else you will never know if you'll get there. Um, our last reader question asked um, if you could really pick one of your favorite roles between all the roles that you've done who was one of your favorite characters or at least the favorite character? I think well I always make it a tie between uh, Mako from Kill a Kill and uh, Minori from Toradora. Mm, oh yeah. Yeah, she was great, and she was kind of. I feel like she was the most human person I've ever portrayed. She had a lot of character development, and she was well-rounded and had different sides of herself. And she felt like a real human being. So that was a really nice character to play. All right, cool. Well, um, that's all the time that we have for you, and all the questions we have. We'd like to thank you very right. much for letting us interview. Of course, thank you. you so much. Thank you very much, Ms. Thank you. And for everyone watching back there, this is the California Convention's blog signing out. Bye. <laughs>